Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast from Marketing Motivations, where we hope to motivate you to make you what you want to be. That's my intent anyway. Okay, folks, so I want to kick off uh, the podcast with a quote from Lou Holtz. Uh, For those of you that don't know who Lou Holtz is, he was a, a pretty infamous college football coach at the University of Notre Dame. And he uh, coached the Fighting Irish to a um, college championship in 1988 with the wide receiver Tim Brown. And he had a a lot of um, top-rated teams. I know in the fall of 1993, he was going for another championship season when the last game of the year, uh, my local team, Boston College, handed him a loss, a very rare loss and a big upset. Uh, And it was very um, dramatic for the Fighting Irish, but not those that were rooting for their local team anyway. But Lou says, it's not the weight of the load that breaks you down, but in the way that you carry it. And it's a very crafty uh, statement because it's very true. You know, we could have a 100-pound log on our shoulder and trying to carry that Uh, may be cumbersome after some time. But if we take that same log and put it across our back, so the weight is bearing on both shoulders as well as our upper and lower back, it will be uh, much easier to carry. It's not going to be easy altogether. But He makes a great point, and sometimes what we're doing at work, trying to craft our message, if we do it a a particular different way, we may see success. Uh, And that's the benefit of having uh, a mentor in, in a certain respect. What does happiness depend on? That question was asked of me uh, yesterday, I believe. What does happiness depend on? Think about that for a second. Happiness depends on us, you, me. So why are you constantly waiting for happiness. It's not something you wait for. It's not even something you go after, as many would say you do. Happiness comes from within and is a decision to
to be happy, to get that quote, excuse me, to get that goal to achieve even more happiness. You know, you're not going to be happy until you reach a particular, no, you can't be that way. I'll be happy if, no, I'll be happy, period. And on my way to my goal, I'll be even more happy. That's the way I look at things. There was a business owner, and he was in his, I think, fifth year, sixth year of business, and things were taking a turn for the worst from a financial standpoint, and just one thing after the next uh, led him into a downward spiral, if you will. And his business was facing uh, bankruptcy. So he got out of the office, took a walk to the local park, and sat down on a bench. And soon after, an old man sat down next to him and said, you seem to be upset. You have a perplexed look on your face. And the business owner sighed and said, yes, you're right, and basically explained all of his woes. And towards the end of his explanation, he noticed the old man was writing out a check. And after the business owner was done speaking, the old man said, I certainly understand your troubles, but take courage. You have what it takes to be successful and handed him this check with the instructions of putting it to good use and meeting him there in one year. So the business owner agreed and was absolutely astonished to see that the check was for 100, excuse me, was for $500,000. And the signature at the bottom was from John Rockefeller, a descendant of the Rockefeller family. So he was on cloud nine, the business owner, um, said his goodbyes to the old man, said, I'll see you in a year from now, right here. And he went back to his business and started putting his all into the business. And as a matter of fact, he took the check and put it into the company safe. Did not deposit it, did not cash it, wanted to see what he could do. And sure enough, day by day, week by week, he started making smart decisions, wise calculations, and the business started to grow. Not only grow, but flourish. And he was more than excited. 
And it went this way for about 12 months. To which time the business owner said, geez, I almost forgot about our appointment with the old man. He went into the safe, grabbed the check, and hurried down to the park to meet the old man. Well, he waited for about five or ten minutes, and there was no old man in sight until finally an old gentleman, gentleman that looked like the old man strutted right by. And a woman that was a nurse, it turns out, chasing him down and grabbed him. And she looked to the business owner and said, geez, I hope this gentleman didn't bother you. He's been claiming that he's a Rockefeller to everyone that he meets. And she scurried off with the old man. And the business owner was just left dumbfounded and tore up the check and kept working on his business, realizing that it was him and nothing else that made things work. It was the positive attitude, the positive thinking, the consistency, the resilience to get him where he wanted to be in life. And I thought that was a great story, as fictitious as it may be, who knows? Who knows if something like that happened? But that's not the point. The point is in the excitement and the passion in the business owner. And sometimes it takes a exciting moment like that to change our lives. And unfortunately for some, a devastating moment to change our lives in a, a negative way. But dare I say, how many negative stories do we hear people rising above and succeeding? The main problem we have in this world is self-image. How we see ourselves. And dare I say, how do you see yourself? I know at times I don't see myself in a good light or in a light that I portray upon other people. I'm very encouraging to others that I see. Why can't I be the same way for myself? And the answer is, I can. I must and I shall. But it's our self-image. And I'm not saying a conceited image. Confident image, yes. Hold yourself accountable. Don't blame. But hold yourself accountable. And you too will be like that business owner. Live your life as though your every act 
were to become a universal law. And essentially what that means is everything that you do will produce good because it is good. Just like dropping a ball off a cliff, it's going to fall. It's not going to rise because of the universal law of gravity. Same type of principles we have in earning an income, folks. The difference is we have to believe it, expect it, even at worst, take it for granted. And, and that's what some of us do with gravity. A lot of these free climbing um, hikers fall to their death. Not because they take things for granted, but sometimes they do. And they expect a little bit too much from themselves. So what I ask of you is to find out what you really want in life. And make a plan on how you're going to make the first step. That's it. Just the first step of a million, of a thousand of two million, whatever it may be. Because don't forget, once you get good at things, you can start skipping steps. Our message from Darren Hardy today in his Darren Daily video email was titled, This is Derailing Your Success. Associations don't just shove you in a direction. They nudge you ever so slightly in a direction. That was a famous quote from Jim Rohn, God rest his soul. He passed in 2009. But it's so true. It's like lying on a raft in the ocean, on a lake, even in a pool. You lay down and, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes later, you pick up your head and you are so far from where you first started. I noticed that a lot as a kid when I was body surfing, believe it or not. You know, I'd ride the waves in and I'd try to make sure I was in front of my parents and, you know, next thing you know, after three or four waves, you know, I'm yards and yards down the beach. I have to get out of the water, run down in front of my parents and go back in the water to catch the next wave. So what we read, what we eat, what we talk about, what we spend, that all matters as to what we're doing. You know, who we spend our time with socially, intimately, dare I say. But understand, you may have a wife that is polar opposite when it comes to your philosophy. That may not be a bad thing necessarily. It may keep you on track, actually. 
keeping your hands to the fire, allowing you to do what is right as opposed to maybe goofing off a little here or there. Jim said there's basically three questions that you need to ask yourself when dealing with associations. The first is, who am I around? Who are you hanging out with? At home, at work, at play, socially, civically, you know, who are you hanging around with? What type of people? And the second one, what are they doing to you? So what are they doing to me? What type of effect are these associations having on you? And you know the real answer if you really think about it. Sometimes the truth hurts when you're like, yeah, probably a majority of the time we just drink too much and, and eat too much. Um, or it may be I'm riveted. We're always discussing a new uh, self-help book, personal development, and I feel invigorated and motivated and inspired after our conversations. And then the third question you want to ask yourself is, is it okay with me? as to the above. And if it's okay with you, great. But if deep down it's not okay with you, then you should do something about it. And I want to leave you off with another story which most of you, I don't want to assume, uh, have, have heard. I'm, you know, again, I am assuming, I guess. But anyhow, it's titled the, the Two Wolves. There was an old Cherokee chief that sat down to teach his grandson about life. And he said, there's a fight going on inside of all of us. A fight between two wolves. One wolf is evil. It's full of malice, anger, greed, self-pity, and pride. The other wolf is good. It's full of peace, love, joy, kindness, and humility. Everyone has these two wolves inside them. Well, the grandson pondered this for a moment and then finally asked, Well, Grandpa, which wolf will win? And the old man smiled and replied, the one that you feed. And the moral to this story is good and evil exist in all of us. It's our responsibility to own that reality. And I suggest that we nurture the good because life will be better for it. So, with that said, I will uh, 
leave you there. I will check in with you tomorrow, Lord willing. And in the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.